Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Georgia, the other co-host to this podcast. I've been put in charge this week, so enjoy that one. I'm here to tell you that this podcast has strong language and adult humour, and we also discuss a little bit of rape. So if you don't like that sort of thing, I'm, I'm not going to force you to listen. You just, you just don't have to listen. So enjoy when I have power. Well, this is Educating Georgia. <laughs> wow, did you not have an intro in mind? Wow, okay then. No, okay. I, thought, I thought we were going to do the normal... I did all my write-up. I was good. <laughs> <but> <laughs> You're in charge. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. This is Educating Georgia, but with a twist. Wow, good job. Because <laughs> I'm educating you, Steph. That is Webby. correct. Doesn't you matter which alias one. Alias boy. Alias boy, that's my name. <laughs> alias boy. Mobile name boy. If I were a uh, if I were a superhero, I'd be alias boy. I have an alias specific yep. for each situation. Cool. <laughs> I'm Georgia. I know this film. And I'm Steph. Oh, I've forgotten what all films are. Yep, and that's why I'm in charge this week. <laughs> this week, we are watching Con Air. It's a film I have heard of. Yes. And that's it. I know nothing about it. I assume that there is an air involved, some sort of air transport. Is it on a plane? It is on a plane. You are most correct. Your deduction skills are impeccable. Okay, and are they prisoners or conning someone? They are prisoners. Okay. <laughs> You are so clever. Oh, you know me, the smartest person. Smartest boy around. That's me, yeah. Um, alias boy. I think, <laughs> alias boy. Smartest boy around. <laughs> Start the comic book now. Um, I think that this film is going to surprise you. Not because the film itself is surprising, but the fact that I would pick this film okay. to be one of my favourites. Because I think you're going to watch it and go, this is all the stuff you hated about action. Why do you like it? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard a lot about Con Air. So my assumption of Con Air is that it is going to be face-off if face-off was less self-aware. And face-off was barely self-aware. So... Um, okay, I haven't seen Face Off. Oh, so that'll it's be a film some... in which Nicolas Cage <laughs> and John Travolta swap faces. It's a whole thing. Good. <laughs> There's several scenes Good. where John Travolta just or Nicolas Cage just walks up to the other one and goes, "I'm going to take your face off," whilst rubbing their face. <laughs> Interesting. It's so weird. <laughs> as far as I can remember, there are no faces that get removed. Well, what's the point? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a limb that gets removed. Does it swap with someone else's limb? No, it just sort of falls off. Cool. <laughs> yep. Conair was written by Scott Rosenberg and directed by Simon West. Ooh. It stars, as you've already mentioned, Nicolas Cage, uh, John Cassock, John nope. Malkovich. John and... Malkovich, isn't it? I hate him. <laughs> oh, good. And Steve Buscemi. Oh my god, this film sounds incredible already. (laughs) And other people that are in it. (laughs) Mostly blokes. There are very few women in this film. Well, good for them. Because it's about a men's prison. But there you go. Um, 
It was made on the sixth. It was released on the sixth of June in nineteen ninety-seven. You've got more info than I normally bring. Good job. Yeah, I know. Sorry, <laughs> I, I got too excited. This is my one chance at power. <laughs> Consider this a coup. According to my little research that I did, although that it didn't do particularly well, it's got about it's fifty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That is low low it's sort of mixed average reviews and most people kind of said like what's the point there's nothing to it it's just an excuse to do big explosions yeah like there was not there's like there's nothing to this film it's just i mean i support any filmmaker's right to just make a film with big explosions i'm a michael bay defender (laughs) uh but a lot of people credited the acting uh especially for nicholas cage which is Sorry, surprising. people praised the Nicolas Cage performance. I'm so- if yeah. someone's praising a Nicolas Cage performance, I'm less interested in the film. Funny though, it was nominated for Best Original Song and Best Sound at the 70th Academy Awards, but lost out to Titanic in both categories. <laughs> I mean, understandable. That was the year that yeah. Titanic stole everything. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they lost it. But just imagine if it was just the year before or the year after, maybe it would have won. I think it won a couple of, like, dummy awards for, like, worst... Did it win Razzies? Yeah, I think so. Because in two weeks we're talking about a real Razzie winner for uh, Christmas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to spoil anything because it's your week, but this is... I'm excited. I love a good Razzie winner. They are Um, bad. It might not have won. It definitely got nominated (laughs) for a couple of things. Um, But despite all of that, it made... 149 million dollars is that a gross or is that everything yeah yeah oh damn no, that's that's what they made <laughs> yeah because i worked it out i did a little sum oh so, wow yeah. Yeah, i know um so cameron poe is wrongly convicted prisoner we'll get to the f- he's wrongly convicted in a minute well <laughs> after the film who is going to be released when his plane is hijacked by the other criminals while they seize control of the plane he attempts to blah, blah, blah. he attempts to gain hard, control it? <laughs> yeah it is it really is i've been cursed he attempts <laughs> he attempts to gain control and return home so there that's, you go that's a very action filmy premise it so is it so is. entirely on a plane it's sort of cut between them on the plane and the people trying to get the plane back <laughs> so who are on the floor <laughs> one i again my terrible for names even though i researched this but it's like the two main characters are nicholas cage and the who plays cameron poe and the other guy who plays the detective cameron who's like, poe is very close to the name of the best star wars character in the sequel trilogy so- i You've not seen it, but it's just not a fun little it. fact. Ah, <laughs> oh, fun, fun fact. Fun little droppy thing. Yes, I love this film so much. It, I watched it uh, for the first time thinking I was going to hate it. And I think I think it's one of those things where it's like, if you, if you grow up with a film, you're more likely to like it. Oh, yeah. It was one of the... I don't remember how old I was when I first watched it, but I was definitely like early secondary school oh so this is this is your whatever my example is i can't think of an example <laughs> hairspray um, this is your hairspray this is my hairspray dogma this is your dogma That's this is my example. dog this is my dogma <laughs> uh, but this is dog shit so you know oh. but like it's like sometimes i watch it because i've seen it so many this is possibly the film that i've seen most how many times have you seen it 
I don't know. I want but... an exact number so we can come back to it later in the year. <laughs> oh, I see. I've seen it at, probably at least once a year since the first time I saw it. Early secondary school, that's a lot. That's a lot of watching yeah. a film. That is a lot of film. And I will watch it more than once in a year, probably, at some point. But Well, yeah. have you watched it this year? Yeah, I have. So there you go. <laughs> it was on, it was on telly. <laughs> also, you watched it last week to do some research on it. You... I didn't end up doing it because I was like, no, I want to. I, I want that little. I've seen it so many times. Like nothing's going to surprise me. <laughs> like what am I watching it for? Well, good, um, good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I watch it and I think, do you know what? This is like a genuinely good film. And then other times I watch it, I'm like, it's dog shit, and they knew it, <laughs> and they just run with it, and it's just good. Is this one of the films that Nicolas Cage was clearly doing because he was in debt, or is this one of his, oh, this is a good point in my career films, do you think? Do you know what? Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> it it could go either way, because <laughs> he is good in it. Okay. And it's a strong character. The role is good. His voice is what really, really makes me love this film. Because it's like, it is almost like a running joke. It's kind of that bad. Oh, God. It's very, darling, can't wait to be home, darling. Like, it's that. But like, Oh, whole... wow. That is the voice I use to play dumb people. <laughs> yeah, it's masterful. I do well up a little bit at the end. Sometimes I cried, but not always. <laughs> But there will certainly be like a little brim. A little um, tear just rolls down your cheek. Single manly tear. <laughs> They've put Steve Buscemi in like the big list of like who stars in it. His role is... He's there. He's not very important to the plot, but he's an interesting character. And I think you'll agree with me when you see it that you can't imagine anyone else playing it apart from him. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a very Steve Buscemi kind of... He just looks fucking creepy, doesn't he? Like, I'm well, sorry. That's rude. He's... I'm sorry, Steve. I'm a big fan of Steve Buscemi. I think he's a lovely looking fellow, and I'd love to work with you sometimes, Steve. And I'd really like it if my <laughs> often collaborator didn't insult you. <laughs> I take it all back. You're a wonderful man. <laughs> so that that's Conair. It, I... I don't want you to, when watching this, I don't want you to think that I think this is a good film and that, like, this should have won stuff. Oh, and that please. It's, it's I just... Don't, I'm not going into any Nicolas Cage film thinking that. I've seen Leaving Las Vegas, a film which actually got acclaim. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't want you to think that my taste is bad. But I, I but... do think that. I have heard your opinions on Mean Girls. This is true. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to be really upset by the fact that I like this film, but, but don't like me. Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. My my excuse is, I watched this film when I was quite young, and I can't stop loving it. Right. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm genuinely excited. I've no real concerns, aside from the fact that yeah. it might be too boring somehow. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, not, it's not boring. <laughs> it... <laughs> My concern is that it's going to be one of those bad films that's real, real bad, but, like, there's enough good in it for me to go, this is just average. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's kind of what the reviews said. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you want to do my catchphrase? Oh, do I get to do it? Uh, You get to do it. To the movies! Yeah! Nailed it. (laughs) Absolutely smashed it. It's me again. I'm back. And I'm here to tell you that there are spoilers in the second part of this, so you should watch the film. 
You should really watch the film. It's a it's, it's a great film. Like approved by me, who knows nothing about film. Enjoy. Well, we're back. <laughs> oh. What did you think of one of my favourite films? So much to unpack in this film. Um, oh, so I much. I don't know where to start with everything. Just yeah. <laughs> It's uh It's incredible. <laughs> she a big girl. We need to like <laughs> Yeah. Maybe start at the beginning. <laughs> okay. So at the beginning, yeah. sure. <laughs> so uh-huh. he's part of the army, which is grand. I mean not good because mm. army bad, but he's <laughs> yeah. part of the army, which is fine. And he it's all about not leaving anyone behind. This will come back later. <laughs> But oh yeah, the army and literal convicts are not the same thing. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> we don't. To be fair, we don't know what Baby O did. He might have been in prison for war crimes. Oh uh, yeah. In which case, maybe it is the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the description, it says that he's wrongfully convicted. <laughs> no, he killed a man. <laughs> Unless he... <laughs> there is absolutely no doubt that he did it. <laughs> Unless he, like, he punched him and he happened to also have a massive, like, heart attack or die of natural causes simultaneously. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, there's just no real way of knowing. And I'm but sure like, that was brought up at the hearing. <laughs> it's an incredible scene when he does the fight. Because yeah. there's, there's these three people who are coming up to attack him and his wife. <laughs> and he decides to walk to the middle of the three of these people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real slowly and all. Like, real... Doesn't get in the car. Like, walks up and, like, walks towards them. It's like, oh, no. I am surrounded. (laughs) And then he fights them all. And he punches this guy so hard he dies. Which is impressive. And then we have the trial. (laughs) Yeah. And then the trial, they're like, well, because you're uh, an ex-military serviceman, I'm afraid we're going to have to give you a sentence that's bigger than usual because you should... Because you have the power to kill... And I feel yeah, like the film was you are like a some, weapon. some some sort of some sort of statement there about how we treat the military. But he did just kill a man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like he didn't use any weapons, but like because you're ex-army, you are a weapon. <laughs> like you, you, you yourself are a concealed weapon. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, yeah. Then he's in prison. And he gets these letters from his daughter and his wife, and it's very sweet and lovely and. And he gets jacked. Oh my god, he gets so jacked. Which, <laughs> it's around this point that you realise, oh, that's the accent. He chose that accent and he's sticking with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the minute where you're like, oh, this is for the whole film. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. Beautiful. And then we meet the first of several people with ridiculous prison names. <laughs> <laughs> have you got them up or should I? I haven't. I need you to get them all up because I oh. can remember some of them, but... There are some incredible ones. So you've got Babyo, the first one he met, meets, who, when he first says Babyo, it's said in this sort of romance film style way, where it feels like yeah. the two of them are about to fuck. <laughs> like, they might end up together. Like, this but might be the eternity the of ending. If they are having sex, that sort of explains why he goes out of his way to endanger his life for Babyo. Yeah. Okay, so you then have Cyrus the Virus... <laughs> Yes. Who I will be referring th- to throughout this as Cyrus the Virus because that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Diamond Dog. <laughs> yeah. Johnny 23? Yeah, Johnny 23. That is, um, who is Danny Trejo, who I was really excited to see in a film because I love Danny Trejo. I think he's a great actor. He's a rapist. <laughs> um, oh, 
Big time. Big time. Twenty three. <laughs> well, he said it actually it would be one hundred and six if they really need a number. I'm like, no, Jesus. he said six hundred. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, pinball. <laughs> yup. Swamp thing. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> There's one more who is the trans woman, I think they're meant to be, but I don't know. Oh, Sally can't dance. Sally can't dance, which, holy crap. <laughs> uh, we also have Billy Bedlam <laughs> and the Marionette Mangler. Um, do they you do think not that this skip is realistic? Because I, I mean, I've seen Orange is the New Black. That's the most I've got of prison in my personal experience of yeah. life. And there is like, Crazy Eyes has said in that. And people use surnames a lot. Yeah. And Red, I think, is obviously a nickname. Yeah. But, I, I mean, and these are women in a less, like, maximum security star prison. Yeah. I think it's but, more... <laughs> Diamond the... Dog. Cyrus <laughs> the Virus. And it's not just the, the prisoners who say this. The kid DEA describe them as all with these things. Yeah. Like, introduce them... <laughs> I think it's less like a nickname that they have like it's like a prison name. I think it's more that like you know like the Yorkshire Ripper. That's that's understandable, but it's that I read something and it was kind of saying that it's never going to win any awards for realism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they lovingly knew that. I I don't know because there are moments where it's like oh this film is aware of what it is. But then there are other moments where I think it's trying to make a serious point half the time. I yeah, I'm always caught in the middle, but I enjoy it far more when I, I think that I did don't... enjoy it up until Nicolas Cage said the phrase "We're leaving Las Vegas," and I went for fuck's sake, for fuck's sake, because that's a film he's in that's good, like objectively brilliant. Did you say we're leaving Las Vegas? I'm pretty sure he says we're leaving Las Vegas. No, he says Viva Las Vegas. Oh, thank God for that. Like, <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. That's so much better. I genuinely thought he quoted a f- he just quoted the title of another no. film he did. And I'm like, Jesus, no. Nick, Nick, get a grip. <laughs> Stop <laughs> quoting better films. <laughs> get a grip, Nick. <laughs> yeah, so they, they that was the um while I have it in my hand, the Raspberry Award that it won uh, Just say was- Razzie. <laughs> Razzie, worst reckless disregard for human life and public property. I mean, I don't Which know I think th- is understandable. <laughs> Titanic came out that year and that was very reckless. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know but if they Titanic like... or Conair were worse examples. <laughs> <laughs> I think when people died in Titanic, <laughs> it was like more of a point and it was sad. I don't Whereas know. in this film, it's like... Boop! James Cameron literally disregarded the life of a real human being by inventing a storyline with him in which he killed himself because because he killed someone. <laughs> mm, yes. So I think the I real will. life disregard is fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what I happens will. next? They're on this plane and for yeah. about the next hour or so, you're like, oh, this film, this film's quite good. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a pretty good, like, claustrophobic, we're stuck on a plane one character is very close to death this whole time and we're trying to save him, but we can't be too obvious about it because people will know that we're lying. It does lead to some ridiculous stuff like the bunnies thing, the bunny scene. <laughs> Which I think is the most quotable that put the bunny Bonnet back down. in the box. <laughs> Why didn't they just put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> yeah, that is, I think, 
if anyone has seen Connor, like as soon as you say, put the bonnet, they're like, ah, oh, bag in the box. Bunny in the box. <laughs> yeah. I sort of knew that line and I've never seen Connor or really knew anything about it. Oh, I forgot about the thing that happens before that. The oh. guy who had his plant in the ship who caused everything. <laughs> yeah, Every okay, problem doesn't... in this film was caused by this <laughs> stupid man. <laughs> so like, they were always going to hijack the plane. Yes. So he doesn't cause everything. He just doesn't make it any better. <laughs> just at every all. Every single prop. Like, after the hijacking, every problem that comes up is as a direct result of his actions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, they always shoot down, like, a family. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, they get... Very obvious evidence. A body fell from the sky, which had a person which said, we're going this way. (laughs) You should go this way. Hey, Larkin. Yeah, and he went, no, we're going to chase after this signal, (laughs) which is nowhere near where this body fell from the sky. Did they think the body was a plant? (laughs) Or did they think it was, like, unrelated? Like, this is another thing. (laughs) Oh, it's the other thing. It's not a classic. (laughs) It's not going (laughs) to... I don't remember seeing this film for the first time. Like, I don't remember. I would have been at our friends in Norfolk um, because they love action films and stuff. So one of the boys would have put it on, like, for the fact, like, we'd watch a film after dinner kind of thing. Yeah. And that would have been it. I don't know how they chose it. I don't remember if they'd seen it before. I assume they went. Nicolas Cage, he's never made a bad film in his... I mean, he's made terrible bad films, but he's never made a bad watch. <laughs> yeah. In his life. Nicolas Cage so, has this sort of thing where if he's in a good film, you're like, huh, Nicolas Cage is acting. And if he's in a bad film, he's, you're like, oh, he's an insane person. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact about Nicolas Cage that I've just remembered that I wanted to give earlier. His oh, yeah? uncle is a man named Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> whose name you may recognise for the fact that he directed the Godfather trilogy, Apocalypse Now, <laughs> wow, and several other classic films. Bloody hell. That's how he got his start. Nepotism. Yeah. But he uses the name Cage to avoid association with Coppola because his real name is Nicholas Coppola. Oh, that's good of him. Yeah. It's just interesting that the guy who gave us Godfather and Apocalypse Now indirectly led to Con Air face off the, the uh, Ghost Rider films. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, he's only an uncle. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but, like, they have the same gene pool, like, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so they land where they should land. Yes. This Before this, by the way, we do... Them out. Get the first instance of Cyrus the Virus being a decent guy for a racist criminal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In which he stops Danny Trejo from being a rapist. More of a rapist. Every... <laughs> yeah. For a plane full of convicts and the criminally insane, they all hate rapists. Yeah, except for Danny Trejo. Like, <laughs> I would say, everyone apart from Johnny 23 is anti-rape, which I think is quite nice in yeah. a way. Honestly, John Malkovich, Cyrus the Virus, surprisingly progressive. <laughs> like, Absolutely. For a racist. Gives, <laughs> yep. He's gives anti- a trans woman a gun. <laughs> he's anti-rapist. He, he's, 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 he's pro-trans rights. He's like, sure, you go yep. do your thing, Sally. Like, good. Good for but you, you can't Cyrus. can't dance. 
<laughs> Although he he does undo all of that goodwill by using the one-liner, Sai Onara. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's magical. Honestly, just, that. it's it's incredible. It implies he's had this in the back burner and has been waiting for someone to call him Sai for however long. <laughs> no, I. I like to think that it's more that he like thought of it on the spot and that he's really witty. Do you think he's just an improv master? If it, Absolutely. If, if he'd got onto Who's line, there wouldn't be these problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, no, because he says he never has a plan. He never thinks that far ahead. He's never got a plan. You're right. He's an improviser. He and Wade, Wayne Brady are the same person. Exactly. <laughs> I love how he says that, but then they find his cell and it's full of plans. <laughs> Even the plan of people are poking about my stuff i better blow them up <laughs> he is he's a very ahead of the game but he never thinks far enough ahead to go well we can't get rid of the pilot but they did have a pilot who is a terrible plane driver terrible. and normal cart vehicle driver he cannot no. fly or no. move a vehicle <laughs> but he has a crash helmet so like <laughs> he does have a crash he knows <laughs> he knows i trust this man he has a crash helmet he crashes the plane, Absolutely. not once, but twice, and then twice. also crashes a fire engine. <laughs> okay, he crashes a fire engine because Larkin fills up the cabin with water. Before that, he drives through scaffolding. That's a crash. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a final not... crash, but that is a crash. Why is he in charge of the vehicles? <laughs> He's the only one who it's got the hat for it. Putting him in charge of vehicles is like putting me in charge of humour. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's not perfect, but we like watching it. <laughs> I just okay. They land where they're meant to, and he he drops yep. off a, a guard who ha- with a with a tape recording, which they somehow managed to do, explaining what had happened. I yep. think that bit was unclear to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. It took me a little while to get that they actually hear because he says something like they know what's happening i thought you weren't there how do you know and i was like oh they must have got the tape yeah but i didn't know they when do they get time to record this tape <laughs> i don't know but they had the reel there so you know <laughs> uh then they go again and this yeah. time they have got their new pilot in charge swamp thing great guy yes. um as well as the addition of sally Khan dance which is lovely Mm-hmm. Um, and they they fly off and they're like having a great time, except for um, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> <laughs> who spends too long trying to convince a woman that he should be allowed to eat lunch in this place. He's done what he needed to do. Why didn't he leave? <laughs> no, because it's he is chatting to a woman. He's a smooth boy. He's clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> He's rusty. He's been in prison. And then he gets caught somehow in the wheels or like in a bit of thing. It's in the landing gear. He gets like caught up. Yeah. And so they have to drop him back down um, onto the first of many cars to experience great pain in this film. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So many cars lost their lives for this film. This film had utter disregard for cars. Like if it had disregard for people and property, cars were the next thing along it oh, really absolutely. doesn't work. people who drove cars specifically people who liked their cars were victims of so much <laughs> in this film <laughs> absolutely they were guy who just had it waxed and he's like every time i get my car it. waxed someone shits on my car a bird shits on my car and then a 
body lands on it. <laughs> this day you couldn't get any worse. Oh, wow. wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously the worst fucking person in this entire film who loves his car so much that he has a problem with people calling it beautiful and prefers the phrase fucking spectacular. Yeah. Who not only loses his car, but has to watch it fly <laughs> and <laughs> like then somehow the land Greece. in front of him. <laughs> Absolutely. And then picks up the remains of his number plate. And then right at the end, as the plane is landing, they have one more car, a white Chevron, I think it was. Corvette. Right, Corvette. And they were like, could the owner please move it? And then it gets hit by a plane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you like, you need to move your car, otherwise it's gonna get hit by a plane. <laughs> I just this is what I mean. I don't I am of the opinion that they do not take this film seriously and that it's just it's not making a point. It's just we've got a budget, let's blow it, literally. I mean um, and let's get Nicolas Cage to do it. Let him put on a thick Alabama accent and let's just roll. I like get this strong sense that a lot of this film was very improvised. Like they sat Nicolas Cage in front of a camera and they went, right, he's picked up this rabbit and this 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 parole notice. Um, yeah. The rabbit's intended for your daughter who you've never seen. What do you say? Step away from the barney. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Nicholas. Anything else you want to say? Step away from the burning. <laughs> Should have stepped away from the burning. <laughs> it's the only one. And there's this bit where they, they start this fight and it's like, they're running, but they have to crouch. Yeah. So it's it looks yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> it's so... I love that bit so much. Because obviously they're in the belly of the plane. They can't stand up straight. So they're like crouch running, but still with aggression. And it's like... <laughs> uh, it really looks oh. like when you're being chased by a toddler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. That is correct. It's like, oh, I'm gonna tickle you. Oh, you're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not gonna tickle me. I'll push you into this pipe, which is the second yep. person he's killed of three yeah. in this film. He kills three people. <laughs> yeah. Well, he inadvertently kills all of them. He doesn't deliberately kill anyone. <laughs> no. He punches a man so hard he dies. He pushes a guy who <laughs> happens to fall onto a pipe, and then. He ties John Malkovich to a thing and it causes him to be have his head crushed by a fucking hydraulic press. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and all, he kills uh, b- 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 Johnny. Oh, does he kill... Well, yeah, he does kill Johnny, who loses yeah, his Johnny, arm. Johnny. Yep. I told you there was a bit that fell off. <laughs> it's really like... It's like kind of like, oh, there's his arm. They don't really draw attention. It's just there's an arm missing from Danny Trejo. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love that bit because it's so funny because it's like, it all looks like it's attached and then they move him and his hand still is there. It's like, ah. <laughs> It's so... But it's like, it's so good. I beat, like, I know it's... A, it's not a feel-good film, right? <laughs> no! <laughs> but I'm, like, I've smiled like the whole thing. Like, I'm loving every second. I was concerned it would be it would have moments that were good that would be that would like balance out the bad to make it like just an average film, but those good moments didn't make the film better. No, <laughs> they just showed me what the film could have been. Like there's this entire scene with Steve Buscemi and this little girl. Yeah, and I'm like, well, this is uncomfortable, but it doesn't mm. fit in this film. It's like a short no. film filmed with Steve Buscemi that they then put into this film to pad the time out. <laughs> Remember when I said he doesn't make a difference in this film at all? <laughs> Why is he? 
he turns up to make some Hannibal Lecter style comments that aren't that worrying and then being no. creepy with a girl who he doesn't kill and then turn up at the end in a casino <laughs> yeah that's pretty and much apparently it. He he's no the bearing. worst criminal there is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that makes me laugh the fact that he's the one that like they're afraid of and yet he does nothing i mean fucking hell it's just a build tension and i think yeah i wouldn't be without those scenes but like it very could easily have written out steve buscemi <laughs> I don't know. I think like there was no need. Steve was a friend of someone who was involved in the making of the film, and he's like, "Hey, yeah. can I be in your film?" And they were like, "Oh, we've cast everyone." I was like, "Oh, I'll just put another scene or so in with me." And they're like, "Okay, here." <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> there's, there's no reason for it. There's no reason. There is absolutely no reason. It's just, it's just good. It's just good, good stuff. Yeah, that they make. Because they make such a big deal of how he's, like, killed all these people. And he says, I killed a woman, wore her head as a hat. <laughs> and then, like, Which, to be fair, he's a good guy now. That's an item. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, it's a statement. <laughs> it's a real statement piece. Like, proper, like, hardcore accessory. That's oh, something yeah. that you can, like... That will really dress up an outfit, you know? Like, <laughs> I always find myself getting ready to go to the horse races and being like, well, I've got my dress, got my human head hat, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's Just go. sling on a pair of heels and you're good to go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I do I do find his character a bit odd. Um, kind of unnecessary. Kind of, um, completely. Completely <laughs> unnecessary. Um, my other problem with the film is that the la- although there is a lot of action in it it kind of cuts between like funny bits and that's why i like it the one at the end like the very end where it's like they're trashing las vegas yeah it's just it, that one runs a little long for me i y- yeah not only does it run a little long you've kind of had the big set piece of the plane plowing into the thing yeah and you're like well now i don't need it anymore they should have just arrested john malkovich <laughs> I think yeah, you him know dying I... got like because his whole plan was to not go back to prison. So him dying was like, yeah, what's the point? Yeah. Like, because I said like it feels like it should end. Like when the plane crashes and then he, like, everyone gets off the plane, it feels yeah. like it should end there. And it then feels it's like, like oh, it oh no, with him and Larkin having like a p- proper hug and being yeah. like, I trust you now too. Who is the second person he trusts? He trusts three people, one of whom is himself, and he, one of whom says, isn't Larkin, and then one of whom is Larkin. <laughs> yeah, who is so the it's just someone person? who's not... It was just someone who wasn't there at the time. He was like, I'm like two people, men I trust, me, and the other one isn't here. <laughs> did he just... Did he add three just to make it clear that he still doesn't fully trust him? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just that there is someone he just hasn't named. I, I'm sure that there is yeah, someone else I, I would know. trust. <laughs> Yeah, just there's another, there's potential for me to trust again. <laughs> I don't know why I love this film so much. Like, I can't there tell you why. No, there are so many scenes in this where I was sat there going, like, I knew what was happening at a basic level, but, like, I could not tell what was going on. And yet you were struggling with Mad Max. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I don't know whether it's because I've seen this film so many times. I'm just like, yeah, I know everything. Like, I, I understand this I film. didn't pick up that they destroyed the needles by accident. <laughs> oh, they do a proper slow-mo of, like, the bottles smashing. And it's just like, did you know that, like, yeah, that's, that's that. Because everything is happening so quickly. But then it's like the slow motion of the, yeah, this is a plot point. <laughs> 
it was very like cool. Okay. Yeah, I I I think it, it all your problems. It didn't need dialogue at all. <laughs> I think it. I think it does need dialogue. There is a, there is a lot of dialogue. Yeah, you wouldn't have had brilliant lines like step away like, from the bunny. <laughs> like put the bunny back in the box. Put the ball back in the ball. The my mum has a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> my mum has a trailer. <laughs> I, I pissed. It's just go well, the great look guy in the under the Let's... car who's like, don't do drugs, son. And he's like, just stay calm. And he's like, it's all right for you to say, you don't need a piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's marvellous. Every, every word was chosen carefully. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. I... Again, I truly believe that they just put Nicolas Cage in front of a camera and asked him to say yeah. things that came into his head. Okay, Nicholas, this guy's just called you called you trailer trash. What are you going to say? Marmor on the trailer. Okay, yep. okay, Nicholas. <laughs> write it down, write it down. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it does need dialogue. It needs dialogue for the bits that aren't on the plane and you need the kind of, of what's happening to the plane. And like, because they, they have a plan. Okay, yeah, you're right they... about the dialogue. It does need it a little bit. Otherwise, we wouldn't have got the worst character. A man who is just so bad at his job. <laughs> so bad. I don't... Just incredibly bad. Like, when the film started, I thought, oh, this is going to be a sort of, like, pro-establishment stupid film. But no, it it's very nope. against this. this. But not the yeah. whole establishment. The, the, the DEA guy is fine. But yeah. the, the other guy... <laughs> yeah. The other guy... so bad at his job... He gives a man a gun, who then gets shot because he has a gun, and then goes, it's all your fault, to the guy who said, don't bring a gun on board. And it only gets worse from there. <laughs> yeah. I went there were this... so many moments where you were like, why is this guy still employed? And I'm like, I cannot tell you. <laughs> I went into this film thinking, oh, I'm going to love how stupid over the top it is. I did not expect to come out of it going, I hate this man. <laughs> I think to the extent that you hated the child. In, yep. More than I hated Walter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the level of rage you felt for that man is on par with the rage I felt for that small boy in Princess Bride. Even when he made good decisions, I was like, oh. Because <laughs> even when he's like, okay, yeah, good decision, it's like way too late. Like, you could have made this decision 10 minutes ago. Also, he seems to, like, he and Larkin have some sort of respect thing at the end, which is not earned. Yeah. Larkin tries to give him the keys to the car again. He's like, oh, I know a good guy if you've got it insured, all that. Like, this is all well and good, but he don't deserve your good guy with a garage. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's a bit more of a... Because there's obviously no coming back. It got dropped <laughs> from a plane. <laughs> Not I from a plane, a more... from the same height as of a plane. It never went into the plane. <laughs> no. Well, it because it crashes into the watchtower <laughs> and then hits the ground. So it's... I think it's a bit more of a zinger of like, oh, you can have the keys back and, oh, I know a guy yeah. who owns a body shop if you want it fixed. <laughs> Nonetheless, that's a zinger you save for your bromance. <laughs> yeah, to be that's fair. That's the kind of zinger like... you save for Larkin, your best mate. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I think... Because it, then it is the sort of rounding at the end. Because I think it, they both kind of get the other guy at that point. Because he's like, oh, I was bored of that car anyway. And he's like, oh, that worked out well then. And he says we should have, like, it would have been better to 
put it down in the desert. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the decisions made in this, like, in theory, could they not have just landed in the desert? <laughs> well, Nevada they were coming down is... too quick. Swamp Thing was at the wheel. <laughs> in the desert. It's full of sand. <laughs> full of sand. They already landed in sand once today. <laughs> I don't understand. It's a big desert. <laughs> Las Vegas is in the middle of a... De- There's not, it's like, loads of villages around Las Vegas. It's a desert. <laughs> they just had to do it on the other side. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I think that that little nod at the end is like, okay, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, there were people who had lives. But then the other guy was like, yeah, but we trashed Las Vegas, so maybe you were yeah, right. But at the expense of... They destroyed Las Vegas, but Nicolas Cage got to see his family again, which I think, in yeah. many ways, is a good thing. I would yes. much rather that everyone in Las Vegas died than Nicolas Cage not see his daughter for the first time. Exactly. <laughs> the needs of the few... If those few are Nicolas Cage outweigh exactly. the needs of the many. <laughs> Absolutely, 100% agree. Um, yeah, I do. I, I had a little well up at the end. It's the end. Where they're all hugging. They're I've, got, at each I've other. got a picture of you. I've got a picture of you. A picture of you too. <laughs> Which comes out creepier than it should. Ah, um, it's covered in blood. Because it is covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Um, but yeah, that that bit. He she's holding on to his leg, and he looks up and he's got like tears in his eyes, and, like <laughs> grabs hold of his wife. And Outside the, the destroyed Las Vegas casino, a- absolutely which, destroyed Las Vegas. Which money is raining down? Yeah, I still stand by. He goes to give her this broken rabbit when literally behind him, money is falling <laughs> from the sky. <laughs> she's little. She would prefer not to have the money he could go look out of stranger bernie because it's been a whole plot point but i got over a hundred dollars here i'm gonna buy you a hundred bernies i'm gonna buy you a horse (laughs) i mean yeah you can have Um, literally all of this money from the casino (laughs) that's the worst part of this film steve buscemi's there in this casino He's not going to get anything because it's all been nicked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I assume if that's like cut too much later because oh, is it like, a sort of... the casino's back together. <laughs> is it a sort of, and here's what, and here's my story sort of sitch. Yeah. Oh, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> you could watch the whole film in reverse. Um, yeah, because he's like, he's not dirty. He's in like different clothes. Well, that's true. That's true. But who knows? He might have just had a, like a set of clothes lying about in the casino. He might have stolen them from a corpse. A lot of people died. He could have killed someone. He could have taken killed their someone, taken their clothes. I like how the film ends on him, even though it's not his film. It's far from his film, but it like ends and we're like, is it a joke? Are we meant to laugh at the fact that this... Murderer? Serial murderer. <laughs> I think it's just kind of free. like I think it's just that kind of thing. If you remember they were all like, This is our chance for freedom, having beautiful babes and umbrella drinks and like we're gonna yeah. live it up. Every day is gonna be a holiday. And like you're the only he's the only one that you see actually fulfilling that. That's true, I suppose, yeah. But there were a load of people who ran off when the plane landed first. Did Sally get away? That's all that really matters to me. I don't think so. Well then, there we go. <laughs> but you Sally. don't see him again. Yeah, you don't see true. Sally can't dance again. We'll never maybe she can dance now. Maybe. Maybe she's taken lessons and now she's Sally can do the tango. 
<laughs> Sally can do the Foxtrot. <laughs> Sally can do all these acts, but she still can't do the cha-cha slide. It's a stupid film, and it's, I know, I I it's know it's like, bad. <laughs> almost every other film, even the bonus films that I have planned, I can sort of justify being on films that people should see. This is a hard one. This podcast, which people... is dedicated to films people should see, this is not one of those films. <laughs> I I disagree. I think people should see this film because it is a good film and it is funny. Fair it's enough. It's funny. It's just if you don't like good films which uh... if you think good films that try and make points are boring and dull, <laughs> you need Con Air. Were you which sat has... there during 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 three billboards were you there going this is shit needs want, more Nicolas Cage I want more Nicolas Cage did you not Absolutely like Lady Bird <laughs> haven't seen it yet hun were you were you there during Forrest Gump thinking why am I watching this guy with a southern accent when I could be watching Nicolas Cage <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> on a plane I've, I, I've seen Forrest Gump and I will choose Con Air over every single time if I had to destroy every single copy of Forrest Gump so that I could have one copy of Con Air, I would do it. Fair enough. <laughs> I think one of my favourite parts of the film is the fact that twice in the film, John Malkovich uses the phrase, welcome to Con Air. Oh yeah, roll credits. Um, but it's ridiculous. Like, in some films where they use the phrase, the title of the film in the, in the text, you're like, oh, that's fair enough. In this one, he just turns around and goes, Welcome to Con Air. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. We called this film Con Air. Ha ha ha. Why is it called um, Con Air? Well, it's because John Malkovich jokingly. So. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I read somewhere it was a play on something, but I don't remember. Like I, don't, but I think it's just they're convicts on a plane. Yeah, they're cons in the air. It's <laughs> exactly. Um, and they take over the plane. That's it. That's that's the, the plane. That's, that's the that's the plane. That's the plane. That's the premise. That's plain it. and simple. Boom. Uh, what was the plane plane sailing or something? What does Swamp Thing say? I don't remember. Oh, I can't remember, but he makes a joke on plane and you're like, oh my god. I just every one liner in it was so nineties action film that I just I don't I don't understand. It was we don't give a flying fuck. Get it? Flying. Oh, he tells jokes like I do. Yeah. Maybe well, he has your to... swamp thing. That's true. I also can't fly a plane. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have a crash helmet? But the thing is, I actually respect like that line specifically because a similar line was used by Rizzle Kicks in the song Mama Do the Hump. But I think their version is a little clever because theirs is about joining the Mile High Club but being unable to give a flying fuck, which is brilliant. Because Mwah. that's what all, that's what that's what you need being to give. Mile High Club to is be all in the about. Mile High Club. Yeah. So clever. <laughs> Good job, Jordan so Stevens, and also the other one. I think his first <laughs> name's Harvey. <laughs> um, but they'd already heard this joke. So yeah, they, they were watching Conair and went, yep. flying fuck. I like it. <laughs> Put it down. Put it in that Write song. It down. Put it in that Mama Do The Hump song. <laughs> exactly. It happened. This film happened. Oh, it sure as hell happened. <laughs> I tell you what, the one, I say clever thing, but the one thing I like doss my cap to is that uh, Diamond Dog, Cyrus, and the other guy. But uh, Bedlam. Bedlam. It is Bedlam, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's Bedlam. Change into, like, the, the guard prison uniform. guard, the guard's uniform. Yeah. 
And it's that very thing of like, yeah, we run this. We run it now. But even though they like, oh, we hate the pigs and like want to kill them all. It's like, yeah, but like, don't I look cool with a badge on? Like, <laughs> I, think I get Pimble, it. I get Pimble it. also dresses up like that. And that is the bit where I'm like, Pimble does not strike me as someone who'd be involved in this sort of situation. <laughs> no. If I, I saw pinball leave the plane in that uniform i'd be like that man is too skinny to be involved in transporting prisoners (laughs) (laughs) those prisoners would eat him alive in some cases i imagine literally (laughs) yeah exactly yeah i think it's because one of my favorites is like oh there's a sandstorm down there and he's like huh good and it's like yeah that plays into our advantage so that people don't see that we're the prisoners (laughs) They get a lot of good luck in this film. They do. Those prisoners are extremely lucky. They gained yeah. extra gun. <laughs> yeah, they um, get have a briefcase full of guns. They had several briefcases full of guns, which had explosive yeah. ammo in. I'm assuming that's how the cars exploded. And it's not like... I think it's because it's, it's a junkyard and there's like leaking oil and stuff. It's that's supposedly... not how oil burns. <laughs> no. Ha ha, I told you this. <laughs> it's a cool thing where he takes a cigarette out oh. of the mouth. And oh, I'm sorry. Sayonara. So when they're cool, they're acceptable unless it's in a film like, like Mad Max. No. <laughs> no. I'm still saying it's dumb. Because I'm, I'm saying that it looks cool, but like that doesn't work. You can try it. There are so many cases where people have tried to do arson. And it's just like a <laughs> People pool. have tried to do arson. <laughs> yeah. It's just a pool of like petrol and with loads of burnt out matches in them because it's the fumes of petrol that light not the actual liquid speaking of the sayonara scene yeah the people <laughs> whose plane that is <laughs> one of them yeah fights in a fedora <laughs> that manages to stay on his head when he's oh, kicked that is a tight hat it's a very good i mean it's pretty clear that nicholas cage just beat up a scar band absolutely <laughs> they were seconds away from performing a song that makes everyone uncomfortable at a party Exactly. In, in college <laughs> and in real band form they forgot the drummer the one guy who was hiding out in the plane <laughs> it's it's brilliant this, okay did you enjoy it yes however Good. my rating nope, on this film that's enough <laughs> <laughs> nope we're leaving it there you enjoyed there it there were several parts of this film where I went what <laughs> yeah. and sighed loudly or screamed at the awful awful man <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. I am going to give it 3.5 out of 5. That is genuinely higher than I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting way worse. <laughs> I promise the next time you hand power over to me, it will be a good film about an aeroplane. <laughs> I want it to be that Liam Neeson film, which is just taken on a plane, but I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What about snakes on a plane? Oh my god, snakes. let's do snakes on a plane next time. <laughs> oh, on a plane. Speaking of next time, next week, yes. uh, you're going to have such a great time with an Things animal. Things go back to You're going to love animals, because um, I know how much you love animals in films, so I've given you a film where an animal plays a really predominant... Ro- it's John Wick. We're watching John Wick next week. Right, well, I, I guess I have to cackle now. Um, yeah, you have to cackle now. Cackle for me, bitch! <laughs> I don't think I ever gave you, ever made you cackle that aggressively. <laughs> ha! 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 Wow. Okay. <laughs> terrible. Absolutely I can't terrible. cackle. Have you heard me laugh? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That, that, that'll do. That'll do. Giggly boy. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I've been told that you need to follow us 
on whatever means you're listening on. And also, did you know we have we have social media? If you want to find us on Twitter at HatPackProd, or if you want to look at us and go to Instagram and Facebook, we're HatPackProductions. So enjoy looking at me. <laughs> <laughs>